Hi, I'm Dan Davidson. And I'm Bill Smith. And we draw together once again, friends, to torture my dear friend Dan Davidson in yet another round of fan favorite Stump the Geek. Dan, we've played this game many times before, and there are times where you've been victorious, my friend, and times where you've been defeated, and we will soon see which one of those times occurs tonight. Wow. Well, I got to say, I'm, I'm up for the challenge, but as we have done this over the last couple of years, you have done very well in making the questions a little more challenging, shall we say. So well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Let's remind everybody of the rules right off the bat. I'm going to ask you five questions and then there will be a bonus question. You are not allowed to use any kind of reference material whatsoever. So you can't look at the web. You can't look at any books you have, no comics, no materials whatsoever. You have to rely on the information that is stored in that tiny little excuse of a brain that you have contained within your noggin. Wow. I can't even go to all the news at all the Star Treks at StarTrekNews.net. At TrekNews.net. Yeah. See, I'm going to really fail tonight. I'm done. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Vacation brain is set in. Um, No, you can't go to all the news at all the Star Treks. And we should point out that uh, when people listen to this, you will be enjoying the sun and the wonderfully warm temperatures in central New Hampshire's lakes region. And uh, hopefully you will forget all about the ignominious defeat you will suffer tonight. But what if I win? Uh, sure. So <laughs> all of the questions will be assigned a random point value by me, and I just make up the points as I go along. Um, and uh, we'll see what happens. There's a double or nothing bonus at the end, so you could either wind up with a, a metric ton of points or you could wind up with bupkis, baby. Okay. Well, you- what, do I, what, what can I buy with the metric ton of points? Uh, more points. Oh, okay. That's sort of like an Apple app then. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> yes. Dan, with that, are you ready to get started, my friend? Let's let's do it, man. I'm, I'm feeling good. Feeling good. <clears throat> All right, Dan. Well, here we are with Stump the Geek. Question number one. Dan, in Star Trek V, The Final Frontier... Oh, well, let me point out for the, for the moment, this is worth eight million and nine points. Oh, we're starting with a low number then. Um, okay. <laughs> In Star Trek V, The Final Frontier, what is the name of the organization that takes credit for kidnapping the hostages on Nimbus 3? Oh, something of galactic light. <laughs> name of the organization. Remember they send a hostage tape? Yep. And they watch it. And they give the organization name as uh, I want to say Galactic something about the Galactic Light in there. Um let's see. Nimbus three. I do know that the guy who was in one of the people at Nimbus three was actually in the OK Corral episode of the original series. That's very true. Yes, just wanted to let you know that. Um, just as oh, the guy who man. plays Cord was also Kim Peck. 
Yes, that's absolutely correct. Oh. David Warner, who was Sinjin Talbot in Star Trek V, was also uh, Chancellor Gorkon in Star Trek VI. That's correct. Look at that. You give me all kinds of information except the information that I need. Well, it's time for you to pro- provide me that information, my friend. What's the Uh-oh. name of the organization? It's the planet of Galactus, Galactic Peace. I know that. But other than that, hmm. I'm going to have to pass because I don't want to spend too much time having people go, oh, gee, what's Dan going to say? Oh, gee, what's Dan going to say? <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Dan, we were looking for the Galactic Army of Light. Yes. That's the name of the organization which uh, apparently Cybok is the key figure, and we never hear that term again after the hostage tape. So, well, uh, well what episode one of Trek Geeks was in there? What? Okay. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. That's a good reference. Good oh, reference. I try. Well, Dan, so far you remain scoreless, and we're going to move right on to question number two. Dan, you've seen the original series a few times, right? A little bit. Okay. Well, we're gonna take a look at uh, probably one of my favorite TOS episodes. I remember this one from my childhood a great deal. In the episode, That Which Survives. Okay. Of course, you remember that particular episode. Yes, yes. Losira is actually a computer-generated image of a long-dead civilization. What race were her people? Oh, gosh. I know that one. That was just on TV not too long ago. And by the way, this is for 17 points. Really? But yeah, really. really. I told you it's random. Oh, my dog doesn't like that question either. You can probably hear him a little bit in the background there. I, no, I think she's saying, I wish you'd answer the question, Dan. <laughs> oh, I can see that. Uh, I can see her. What's the, what's the name of the actress who played Lucera? It was Lee Merriweather, I believe. It was indeed. Oh, uh, she who also played Catwoman at one point. That's correct. Sadly departed Adam West. Um, oh my goodness, I know this one. I'm going to think of this one. They're the Kalandans. Kalandans. Uh, that is correct. Yes, I knew that would come to me. Dan, way to go. You got all of those 17 points in your bank, buddy. Great I, job. I do love it when she disappears because you have the... Ooh, and she just gets into this thin line. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, she, she turns into a solid line. Yeah, that's, <laughs> what's, what's your superpower? Uh, I turn into a solid line. <laughs> I completely disrupt the cells in everybody's body, and then I turn into a solid line and disappear. (laughs) Very nice. (laughs) Well, Dan, that's a great job. We're going to move on to question three. Okay. Little Next Generation for you. You know, um, this is the 30th anniversary year of Next Gen, as you might have heard. I have heard that rumor. Well, it's a fact, my friend. And one of our favorite figures in Next Gen is Commander Will Riker. And according to him, Dan, what is it that fate protects? And this is for 1,300,000 points. What is it that fate protects? That is correct. Oh, gosh. It's a. I know it ends with ships named Enterprise. It's. Um, that's from Contagion, if I remember yes, it is. correctly. That is correct. Fate protects fools, children, and ships named Enterprise. I will allow it. That is correct, Dan. The actual quote is, fate protects fools, little children, and ah. ships named Enterprise. But great job. You have oh. 
1,300,017 points, my friend. Very nice. So it's, it's very, very uh, selfish of Riker that big children are not protected by fate. I know, right? That's not very nice of Riker. And he's a Riker. big, he was probably a big kid because he's a big boy, you know. He's like six something, you know? I, that's what I've heard. He's like 613. Oh, okay. I'm not good at math. Math is hard. <laughs> well, Dan, uh, you've got just over 1.3 million points. How does it feel? It's feeling pretty good. I wish I had that 8 million from the first one, but that was a tough question, and, and I, I give you credit for it. I know. Well, Dan, with question four, we're going to look to double your point total. Ah. So for 1,300,017 points, we move on to question number four. Dan, back to the original series. What was the name of the mission that was operated by Edith Keeler in the city on the edge of forever? Oh, gosh. That's the uh, 13th Street mission. Hold on. Hold on. I got to okay. think of her. I got to think of her accent. Uh, 30th Street, 13th Street. If you're a bum, if you can't get off the booze or whatever, blah, 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 blah. Oh, God. Let's see here. Um, I really want to say that it's the 13th, but let me just stew on this for a second. Sure. Oh, of course, man. one of the greatest episodes of the original series. Joan Collins plays Edith Keeler, of course. Captain Kirk falls in love with her, realizes Edith Keeler must die. Hey, that sounds like a song. <laughs> and um, she happens to run the mission named. Oh, gosh. I want to say. Oh, the 13th keeps coming. Actually, you know what? Before we answer that, it, it's like yesterday's Enterprise that we talked about last week. It's not everybody's favorite, but it is a lot of people. That is true. All right. Um, where are we? You know, it's the 21st Street Mission. That's what it is. It's not the 13th. It's the 21st. I'm going to go with that. That is correct. Oh, indeed you are, Great Mr. Kevin. Oh, goodness gracious. That, uh, you were sweating that one. I, and I, literally, I am sweating. It's very warm in here, but that one was also making me a little nervous. <laughs> That's no one of the most deceptively hard questions. It is, because you see the episode so many times, and it's just part of the normal dialogue. There's nothing really to, you know, stake a hook into it. But I know. Just have to, it's one of those ones where you have to know every word of the episode in order to get it. So You really do. And Dan, you did a great job. You pulled that one out right at the last second, buddy. Congrats. Oh, you were going to hit the buzzer, weren't you? I was. I was getting ready. <laughs> there you go. Well, you have not heard the horns of failure yet, but question five is upon us. And of course, it has to do with your favorite series, Star Trek Voyager. <laughs> okay. Dan, regarding your favorite character, Neelix. Neelix was a Talaxian, of course, but Dan, he wasn't a full Talaxian. We learned at one point... In the episode Scientific Method, that he was one-eighth of this species, thanks to his great-grandfather. Dan, what species was that? Oh, gosh. Was he a Kampa? Oh, by the way, this is for 10 million points. Whoa, 10 million. Okay. Uh, This is a deep cut, my friend. My God. Oh, man. No. Um... Scientific method, right? Yes. He said. 
He was a mi- the episode name. He was a my 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 blah, blah, blah. Mylion? Mylion? Mylene? Something like that. I think it was Mylion. Oh, dude, I'm giving that to you for 10 million points. Oh, what was it? It was actually spelled Mylene. It's I Mylene. Um, but that that is what he was one eighth. He was seven eighths Talaxian and one eighth Mylene. See, I, I got to give a lot of credit for this week's uh, stump the geek to heroes and icons. Heroes and icons, I love watching you every night, except Saturday night because there's nothing worth watching on. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> every night at Voyage, every night at eleven o'clock, Voyager, and I end up getting sucked in to each episode, and I'm really enjoying this run through. So well, even with Voyager, yeah, it's it's I'm picking up a lot of stuff that I missed before, and it, I can't say it's horrible. It's not the best, but there are some enjoyable moments of the show. Well, Dan, speaking of enjoyable, you are sitting pretty with twelve million six hundred thousand thirty-four points in your bank. Okay, I'm going to Fa- take that and go. Thanks, bye. Uh, you don't get that option, my friend. Oh, damn. Unfortunately, we're going to move on to the double or nothing bonus. I know you're very psyched about this. This is your favorite part. Yeah. Dan, regarding that bonus, the se- uh, sorry, the series finale of Star Trek Deep Space Nine aired 18 years ago this month. Hard to believe it's been 18 years, isn't it? It is really hard to believe. Gosh, I miss it. Well, like every finale, each of those series has a last line in the episode. Dan... For your double or nothing bonus today, you have to tell me the last line of all five live action series and who gave it. Picard in The Next Generation said, the sky's the limit. I'll I'll allow that. I'm looking for the full line, but okay. Oh, okay. Uh, Okay. All right. So you've got one. Nothing wild, sky's the limit. Okay. Um, Okay. Enterprise. Well... Technically, it was Jonathan Archer giving the to boldly go where no one has gone before speech. Uh, that is correct, although he said no man, but yes, we'll okay. take that. Um, boy, oh boy. Turnabout Intruder, TOS. Oh, man. Uh, that's going to be a tough one. We'll come back because to it if you want. Yeah. Um, Deep Space Nine... Trying to think if it was Nog when he got promoted. It wasn't. Jake didn't say anything when they were looking through the wormhole. So it was just Kira and him standing there. So no, it wasn't that. Oh, i got to come back to that one too. Okay, so how about Voyager? Set a course for home, Admiral or Captain Janeway. That's correct. Oh, man. I want to go back to Turnabout Intruder, and, and of course, there's nothing to really tie it to being the last episode. <sighs> that is correct. So, of course, episode number 79 of the original series uh, got canceled after three seasons. Oh, was it? weren't they... They were on the bridge, and they were talking about... Oh, Janice, and he said... If only, and that was Kirk talking to Spock, if I remember correctly. I'll allow that. Okay. He actually gives a, he says her life could have been as rich as any woman's, if only. 
if only. So technically his last line were those two words, but okay. you are correct. If only are the last two words of that episode, and it is Kirk. Oh, okay, so so now Deep Space Nine, which I should know because it's my favorite series of them all. <laughs> I know. And I'm going through, of course, whenever Root, they have that montage of music at the very end. Uh, that one always tears me up. Sure. And so I'm thinking, okay, so they have that montage, and then Nog goes into Kira's, what's now Kira's office, and to talk about the promotion, but that's not it. There's something else. Oh. It's Quark. He's the last one that we see talking before they go to Jake looking at the wormhole. What does he say? You are so close. Oh, God. Uh, I, I will, did, t- I will uh, tell you it is Quark. Okay. Yeah, okay. So I, I can see it. I'll tell you, Major. Is it Major? The more things change, the more things stay the same. Bam! Bam is correct. <laughs> Quark says, it's like I said, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Dan, that is the last line of all five series, and you just killed oh, it. Man, oh man, that was an awesome question, dude. That the, the TOS one was the one that was the toughest because there's nothing to tie it to. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, Dan, that gives you a grand total of 25,200,068. But Dan, you're not done. What? Wait, what? You're not done, Dan. There's the oh. special double bonus. <laughs> is this a vacation present? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> you might not think so. So, Dan, for to give, bring you to a total of an even 100 million points. <laughs> I'm gonna, We're going to enter into this bonus question, of course. You remember actor James Cromwell? Yeah, of course, sure. He's been in the news recently for some uh, <laughs> some issues he's been having. And sure. that's, uh, well, that's unfortunate. We always have his performances in Star Trek to, uh, to be happy about. Dan, he's played more than one character in the Star Trek universe. In oh, fact, yes. he's played four. Dan, name the four characters played by James Cromwell. Well, he played Zephram Cochran in Star Trek First Contact. That was pretty easy. Yeah, he played... Oh, gosh, he played a... The, in the, the episode that I don't like um, with the, uh, the guy, the hunted. Um, he played... Uh, Nay Rock in that episode, if I remember correct. correctly. That is correct. He played a an alien. Uh, oh, what was his name? Hanok is a member of the Karama species in a great episode that takes place in the Gamma Quadrant in Deep Space Nine, Starship Down, if I remember that's, correctly. That's absolutely correct. You got one more. Very good episode. I think his other one was in TNG as well. And he played it a, a Euridian, if I remember correctly. Um, and his name was Shrak. I think his name was Shrak. Uh, I'll allow it. His name was Jaglum Shrek. Shrek. Oh, now, hey man, Shrek. It's, it's like dungeon. In TNG Birthright Part One, of course, his scenes took place on Deep Space Nine. So there's that. So Dan, you hit a hundred million. Ooh. For the first time ever, you aced the, the wow. second bonus, brother. 
I like James Cromwell, so that was that one wasn't as difficult as the first bonus. I thought that was a good question, but not as good as the first one. Well, what can I say? You know, we wanted you to go out on a high note coming into vacation so you can enjoy your time by the beach with drink in hand, knowing that you slayed the dragon of Stump the Geek, my friend. Oh, I love it. I wish I got that first question. That would have made it all more sweeter. Don't I, don't I know it? Don't I know it? Um, <laughs> So, Dan, great job, buddy. We're going to be back next week with a brand new episode. We want to thank Five Year Mission for all the music they let us use each and every single week. And, of course, if you're looking to find us online and social media, we're pretty much Trek Geeks just about everywhere. Does that sound about right, Dan? That sounds pretty well spot on, sir. Well done. You're a good executive producer. Oh, thank you. Buddy, enjoy your vacation. We'll see you next week. Thanks, man. Coconut, everybody. (laughs) 